Hey everybody, how you doing? Kelly Johnston here from the Forex Formula. I'm doing just a live recording here. This is unproduced. This is uh, actually in my hotel room out here in Punta Cana. It's February 15th. February 14th is my anniversary. My wife and I celebrated our 25th wedding anniversary today, or yesterday. And we had a wonderful day and we are literally in what I believe to be heaven. <laughs> this is unbelievable. We got a 1,300 square foot room. We got a big deck. Uh, we got an outdoor hot tub. We've got a pool that we can jump into. We don't have to fight for chairs or anything like that. And I'm looking at the ocean right from our room and we're 20 steps to the, to the ocean from here. It's unbelievable. And, uh, but you know what? We earned it. We work hard and we've come a long way and uh, Nicole deserves it. 25 years putting up with me and all the stuff we've gone through and everything. So we're just celebrating and uh, just having a relaxing morning. Uh, we made coffee in our room and we're, we're just kind of just chilling, looking out at the ocean. And, uh, and I'm reading this book. Every, every time we go away, I, uh, I get a book. So in the airport, I, I walk through the, the bookstore and, and I just pick a book. And usually, sometimes it's a storybook, which is very rare for me, something that kind of just entertains me and, and that's fine. And then, but most of the times, a lot of the books on my shelf right now are from, from traveling and I'll, and I'll grab a book that's just going to fill my brain a little bit while I have time to read and think and, and try and condense the reading into a small period of time. And uh, so right now, and there wasn't a lot uh, this time on our trip. And um, I, uh, anyway, this is, this is the book I picked, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a F-U-C-K. This is a clean show. I've got it rated as a clean show, so... I'm going to try not to use that word, but uh, you guys get the point. Um, so <clears throat> there's a chapter in here on page 36, <clears throat> pardon me, that is, um, it's called Choose Your Struggle. It's about a page and a half. And you know what? It just, it's so succinct. It's so to the point. And it's really speaking to this whole thing where we, you know, when we get into real estate, as an example, we have an ideal in our mind. We have a, a, a picture in our mind. We do, we all do. There's a reason we get into real estate. And whether it's because, oh man, that's easy money. I'm going to get into real estate. It looks easy. Or man, those people make a lot of money for what they do. I'm going to be a realtor too. I'm going to quit banging my head you know, against the wall in this job or whatever it is, whatever the reason is, whatever the motivation, but there is a picture of what you want, of what you are hoping, like the life that you want and all that kind of stuff. And, and I don't know if you've ever taken the time to really solidify that in your mind, but um, it's, it's something you need to do. And then you got to figure out how to get it. But something I've never talked about before or, or ever really, I, I don't think I've ever intellectually explained this to anyone before, or, or, but I know this is the truth. I know this is an absolute truth. And the way he writes this, he, it's a very brash book. It's a very, you know, it's almost funny. A lot of the chats, I'm chuckling as I'm reading a lot of this stuff, but it's a super good book for just kind of smacking you in the face and going... 
hey, quit being a whiner. Like, this is what you got to do, you know? And so I just thought, you know what? I'm going to read this chapter to you guys. I think this is just something that's super interesting. And, you know, I talk about a lot of this stuff in mindset mastery and some other parts of the course, goal setting, choosing your why, all that. But I don't think that I've, I've, I've properly explained this aspect. And I think this is an amazing aspect. And at some point in the course, I'm going to add this in uh, or this ideal in and, and vocalize it. Anyway, without further ado, I'm going to read this to you guys and, uh, and then we'll just take it from there. This is going to be a short episode. Thank you, by the way, for joining me. And, uh, and I've been a little bit inconsistent the last little bit here. We had a whole pile of things going on with life. And uh, I'm going to try and be more consistent and, and just recording episodes like this because now I don't have to think about all the production and, and doing all the other stuff. So I do have some great interviews coming up and all that too. So anyway, without further ado, here we go. Choose your struggle. If I ask you, what do you want out of life? And you say something like, I want to be happy and have a great family and a job I like. Your response is so common and expected that it doesn't really mean anything. Everybody enjoys what feels good. Everybody wants to live a carefree, happy, and easy life, to fall in love and have amazing sex and relationships, to look perfect and make money and be popular and well-respected and admired and a total baller to the point that people part the Red Sea when they walk into the room. (laughs) Everybody wants that. It's easy to want that. A more interesting question, a question that most people never consider is what pain do you want in your life? What are you willing to struggle for? Because that seems to be a greater determinant on how our lives turn out. Does that make sense so far? Right? Like just that point alone right there. That's it. For example, most people want to get the corner office and make a boatload of money, but not many people want to suffer through the 60 hour work weeks, long commutes and obnoxious paperwork and arbitrary corporate hierarchies to escape the confines of an infinite cubicle cell. Hell, actually, it's hell. Most people want to have great sex and an awesome relationship, but not everyone is willing to go through the tough conversations, the awkward silence, the hurt feelings, and the emotional psychodrama to get there. And so they settle. They settle and wonder, what if? For years and years until the question morphs from what if into what else? And when the lawyers go home and the alimony check is in the mail, they say, what for? It's not for their lower, if not for their lowered standards and expectations 20 years prior, then what for? Because happiness requires struggle. It grows from problems. Joy doesn't just sprout out of the ground like daisies and rainbows. Real, serious, lifelong fulfillment and meaning have to be earned through the choosing and managing of our struggles. I got to clear my throat again. Sorry, this is unedited, guys. Quick water, sorry. Whether you suffer from anxiety or loneliness or obsessive compulsive disorder or a, a dickhead boss who ruins half of your waking hours every day, The solution lies in the acceptance and active engagement of the negative experience, not the avoidance of it, not the salvation from it. 
People want an amazing physique, but you don't end up with one unless you legitimately appreciate the pain and physical stress that comes with living inside a gym for hour upon hour, unless you love calculating and calibrating the food you eat, planning your life out in tiny plate-sized portions. People want to start their own business, but you don't end up a successful entrepreneur unless you find a way to appreciate the risk, the uncertainty, the repeated failures, the insane hours devoted to something that may earn absolutely nothing. People want a partner, a spouse, but you don't end up attracting someone amazing without appreciating the emotional turbulence that comes with weathering rejections, building the sexual tension that never gets released, and staring blankly at a phone that never rings. It's part of the game of love. You can't win if you don't play. Sorry, I got a grumbly throat this morning. (laughs) What determines your success isn't what do you want to enjoy? The relevant question is what pain do you want to sustain? The path to happiness is a path full of shit heaps and shame. (laughs) You have to choose something. You can't have a pain-free life. It can't be all roses and unicorns all the time. Pleasure is the easy question, and pretty much all of us have a similar answer. The more interesting question is the pain. What is the pain that you want to sustain? That's the hard question that matters, the question that will actually get you somewhere. It's the question that can change a perspective, a life. It's what makes me, me, and you, you. It's what defines us, and separates us, and ultimately brings us together. For most of my adolescence and young childhood, I fantasized about being a musician, a rock star in particular. Any badass guitar song I heard, I would always close my eyes and envision myself up on stage, playing it to the screams of the crowd, people absolutely losing their minds to my sweat finger noodling glory. This Fantasy could keep me occupied for hours on end. For me, it was never a question of if I'd end up playing in front of screaming crowds, but when. I had it all planned out. I was simply biding my time before I could invest the proper amount of energy and effort into getting out there and making my mark. First, I needed to finish school. Then I needed to make some extra money to buy gear. Then I needed to find enough time to practice. Then I had to network and plan my first project. Then, and then nothing. Despite my fantasizing about this for over half my lifetime, the reality never came to fruition. And it took me a long time and a lot of struggle to finally figure out why. I didn't actually want it. I was in love with the result. The image of me on stage. People cheering. Me rocking out. Pouring my heart into what I was playing. But I wasn't in love with the process. And because of that, I failed at it repeatedly. Hell, I didn't even try hard enough to fail at it. I hardly tried at all. The daily drudgery of practicing, the logistics of finding a group and rehearsing, the pain of finding gigs and actually getting people to show up and give a shit, the broken strings, the blown tube amp, hauling 40 pounds of gear to and from rehearsal with no car. It's a mountain of a dream and a mile high climb to the top And what it took me a long time to discover is that I didn't like the climb. I didn't like to climb that much. I I just like to imagine the summit. The common cultural narratives 
would tell me that I somehow failed myself, that I'm a quitter or a loser, that I just didn't have it, that I gave up on my dream, and that maybe I let myself succumb to the pressures of society. But the truth is far less interesting than any of those explanations. The truth is, I thought I wanted something, but it turns out I didn't. End of story. I wanted the reward and not the struggle. I wanted the result, not the process. I was in love with not the fight, but only the victory. And life doesn't work that way. Who you are is defined by what you're willing to struggle for. People who enjoy the struggles of a gym are the ones who run triathlons and have chiseled abs and can bench press a small house. People who enjoy long work weeks and the politics of the corporate ladder are the ones who fly to the top of it. People who enjoy the stresses and uncertainties of, of the starving artist lifestyle are ultimately the ones who live it and make it. This is not about willpower or grit. This is not another admonishment of no pain, no gain. This is the most simple and basic component of life. Our struggles determine our successes. Our problems birth our happiness, along with slightly better, slightly upgraded problems. See, it's a never-ending upward spiral. And if you think at any point you're not allowed, sorry, and if you think at any point you're allowed to stop climbing, I'm afraid you're missing the point because the joy is the climb itself. Isn't that awesome, you guys? That's just a quick couple pages out of the book, but I just thought that it really spoke to, to realtors when you know everybody gets in the business and they love the ideals, and, but then they go, oh gosh, I don't have listings. This is so hard because I don't have listings. It's so hard to get listings right now. It's not hard to get listings right now if you, if, you, if you do the work. If you do the work, you absolutely will get listings. If you do the work, you absolutely will attract buyers. If you employ the 4X formula, you absolutely will make money in real estate. Is it going to happen today? Is it going to happen tomorrow? Is it going to happen in two weeks? We all know it takes a little bit of time to nurture business and create relationships and turn those relationships into contacts and then eventually contracts and, and eventually commission checks. It takes time to do all those things. But today, if you waste today worrying about the fact that you don't have it and then you don't do anything about it, you've just wasted that day. And then you're just prolonging everything. You got to be willing to go through the pain to get it. So whatever that is for you, everybody has a different pain point. Everybody has a different uh, spot in their brain that kind of says, ah, this is tough, or I'm scared to do this, or I don't want to do this, or I don't feel like doing this, or I'm not willing to do this. Everybody has that, whatever it is. But I'm going to tell you right now, get over it. If you want, if you want what you want, if you really want it, then you've got to, you got to be excited about the pain. You got to be excited about the stuff that needs to get done. You got to be excited about investing in learning you got to be excited about it. Get yourself excited about that stuff. Get hungry about it. Go to 4xformula.com and we got a whole pile of videos. You can go in there. You can see the first lesson, the introduction lesson, which is going to talk about the whole course and break it all down for you. And it's going to set the stage for everything. You can watch that. You can go right into the members area and you can actually watch that. 
and we've got a couple other videos. Get the book. The book actually has stuff in there that is not in the course because it's a book. I had to kind of make it into more bookish stuff and I added some extra chapters in there for you. And so get the book for sure. Definitely do that. There's a link to the book right on the course. You can get the Quick Commission Blueprint. If you're wondering and you're struggling and you're, you're wishing and you're hoping and all that kind of stuff, the Quick Commission Blueprint will actually give you everything you need. But the thing is, it doesn't give you all the skill sets. It doesn't give you all the mindsets. It doesn't give you all the, the, the to-dos to get the to-dos done. You know, the course does that. The course fills all that up for you. So I encourage you to do that. But anyway, thank you for listening. Thank you for coming back. And, and uh, you know, when a new episode pops up, you get in there and you listen to it. I thank you for that. I really do appreciate it. If you're on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, um, or any other podcast that allows kind of ratings and reviews, could you please do that? Could you, could you leave a review? Um, give me a rating, whatever it is, one star, five star, just something. And that communicates to, to the algorithm to introduce the podcast to other people too that might need to hear this stuff. I thank you so much once again. Take care. Make a great day.